from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Ipswich councillors keen to introduce random drug and alcohol testing for themselves, but the way forward is still undecided. Councillor Tully's notice of motion was defeated, replaced by another from Deputy Mayor Councillor Marnie Doyle. It's Wednesday, December 16, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Everyone agrees it should happen, but how a random drug and alcohol testing regime for councillors is implemented remains up in the air. From December's council meeting, Mayor Theresa Harding with Councillor Tully's motion. Notice of motion, drug and alcohol testing for councillors. The motion is that in the interest of transparency and accountability and to provide a safe, healthy and productive workforce that is focused on eliminating risks associated with the adverse effects of alcohol and other drugs in the workforce, council implement regular and random drug and alcohol testing for all councillors with effect from the 1st of February 2021. And that was a notice of motion from Councillor Tully. I'm assuming that you wish to move that? Yes, I'll formally move that, Mayor. Thank you. This was seconded by Councillor Sheila Island. Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle put up a foreshadowed motion. On the basis that I don't believe Councillor Tully's um, uh, notice of motion meets the substantive um, motion threshold, um, I propose a foreshadowed um, motion. And I'd just like to point out that um, this was discussed um, by all uh, councillors at various times over the last several months, this um, idea of of drug and alcohol um, testing. Uh, I propose um, that the CEO provide a report to council in March for consideration, which outlines all procedures, including a draft of the proposed drug and alcohol testing policy to test elected officials for drugs and alcohol in line with proposed testing for council officers. Uh, That the CEO provide a report to council in March for consideration, which outlines all procedures, including a draft of the proposed drug and alcohol testing policy to test elected officials for drugs and alcohol in line with the proposed testing for council officers. Councillor Paul Tully made further comments in support of his motion. I have moved the motion. and it's not unique to Ipswich. Um, a number of the 77 councils in Queensland uh, has moved to um, have uh, policies of this nature. Um, some of them include uh, Brisbane City, Moreton Bay, Bundaberg, Rockhampton, uh, Livingston Shire Council, um, even the Whitton Shire Council and the uh, Lockyer Valley Council has a policy in relation to... Baku Council ha- has a policy in relation to this as well. Um, I think it's well known that... Um, and it's important for us as a local government uh, to set the example um, uh, to our staff and uh, to our, our community. Um, it's, it's a situation where... Um, we need to be on the front foot in relation to an issue uh, like this. I understand um, from a comment made during the week that the administration itself may be moving in relation to uh, council uh, staff. 
it's well known the effect of um, alcohol and um, the adverse effects of alcohol and or illicit drugs in the workplace. Many of these uh, policies of other councils um, place a 0.05 a, a limit, like on the basis that if you can't drive a, a vehicle, you shouldn't be, uh, uh, and, and you'd be uh, driving illegally or unlawfully, that that should be a limit that would apply, that does apply to councillors, which is probably um, a fairly sensible proposal. Um, as I say, more and more councils are, are moving this way. I believe that um, it's something that should happen at all levels of government, uh, not just in, in local government in Queensland, but in um, you know, state and federal members. There's no reason that people in the workplace, and it's very, very common in the workplace uh, nowadays for a mandatory and random testing to take place. As I say, it's not, um, it's not unique to Ipswich. This is certainly not the first in Queensland. It's um, uh, rather um, uh, an extensive network of motions that, that are coming up through local government in the state. And I think we need to send a clear message to our community um, that um, yeah, we, we have a policy that applies to councillors. Uh, we'd expect all councillors to uh, comply um, you know, with that. And um, I, you know, I trust that people would realise that um, I would guess during this term of office, most councils in Queensland will probably move in this direction. CEO David Farmer responded to a question about the approach being considered for future testing of council staff. We uh, did some consultation with the staff. We had uh, a survey of I think 730 odd uh, council staff and uh, two, there were a number of questions posed. Um, one question was do you support random testing? Um, the vast majority of staff um, supported random testing for themselves. Then the question was, should, do you uh, believe there should be a uniform level across the organisation, which um, because of a number of staff operate heavy machinery, etc., would be effectively a zero uh, percent model. And that versus what was a proposal for a split model, which was 0.05 for those staff who didn't operate um, machinery, etc., and zero for those who did. Uh, the majority, a significant majority, um, but not overwhelmingly supported a zero percent um, approach across the organisation. There's still some consultation to be done with staff, but given the views of the staff, we're likely to follow that, that position. Councillor Tully's motion failed to get enough votes. I'll now put the matter to the vote. Those in favour of Councillor Tully's motion, please raise your hand. Mm -hmm. I can see that Councillor Island and Councillor Tully have voted uh, in the affirmative. Those against, please raise your hand. I see count myself, Councillor Fechner, Councillor Johnny, Councillor Madsen, Councillor Doyle, Councillor Milligan and Councillor Kunzelman have voted against. The matter does not go up, so we are now, uh, now looking at the foreshadowed motion. Mayor Theresa Harding with Councillor Doyle's foreshadowed motion. Is that the CEO provide a report to Council in March for consideration, which outlines all procedures including a draft of the proposed drug and alcohol testing policy, to test elected officials for drugs and alcohol in line with the proposed testing of council officers. The foreshadowed motion received the full support of all councillors, including Andrew Fechner. Um, I'm supportive of the foreshadowed motion proposed by Councillor Doyle um, in that I'm in favour of a pragmatic rollout of this. Um, I stand in solidarity with the organisation who um, we have become aware that they'll be rolling out a similar scheme. Uh, we have to identify the efficiencies from an economic perspective um, 
in this rollout. We can't be going to procurement twice um, to procure the same services. So it makes sense for us to bring that in line with what the organisation is doing. Um, yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that it's something that we need to move forward on, but the rollout needs to be considered um, and uh, well thought out. Councillor Jacob Madsen added his support. I'd just like to raise that I support the intentions that Councillor Tully brought forward this morning, but I believe um, the path forward is better under the foreshadowed motion. Um, there are a couple of points that I'd like to raise. Um, Councillor Fechner's stole my bit a bit this morning. Um, I really truly believe fundamentally that I'm happy to stand in solidarity with our workforce on this matter. I'm happy to be subjected to the same conditions that they are for their employment. Um, I can't reiterate how strongly I feel that. It's words, there aren't words in the English language that do it justice. But there's, there's some other points that I really have to raise here. I do not support these measures as some form of moral crusade. It's really important that as part of a procedure that goes down this path is that individuals are supported and connected with the right health and support services to manage their welfare. To err is human. And people make mistakes in their life. It doesn't mean that they should be written off. It means that we should get around them, we should support them, we should value them as part of our council organisation. And we should be committed to ensuring that they too um, can come here in the best state to work. So from December's council meeting, the next steps for a uniform drug and alcohol testing policy for councillors and staff will come next March when a report will come to councillors for consideration. Don't forget you can view all Ipswich City Council meeting agendas and minutes at Council's website to make it easier to follow each meeting on YouTube. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.